Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. We are betraying the principles upon which the Federation was founded. It's an attack upon its very soul. Justice cultures have been destroyed in every other forced relocation throughout history. Jean-Luc, we're only moving 600 people. How many people does it take, Admiral, before it becomes wrong? Hmm? Thousand? Fifty thousand? A million? How many people does it take, Admiral? I'm ordering you to the Goran system. I'm also ordering the release of the sonar officers. File whatever protest you wish to, Captain. By the time you do, this will all be done. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we get sauced and continue the summer of Star Trek as we review the ninth film in the Star Trek Prime Timeline series. It's all about the space Amish in 1998's Star Trek Insurrection. But first, he's the missing lieutenant that was specifically written out of this movie to my Klingon, who they give up and gloss over while he's on the Enterprise this time. It's James, and he's not absent this week surprisingly all right no i'm here i have no internet but i have power and the phone will work just fine well i mean it's it's amazing the things that you will do to get out of watching insurrection uh, well you know a land hurricane uh was one of those things that i tried but unfortunately here i am yeah here you are and he's the commander who got conned into shaving off his magic beard it's rob how are you doing rob uh i still have a beard thank you very much Wait, are you saying you wouldn't shave it if Counselor Deanna Troy asked you to shave it? Well, I mean, if she, well, see, she didn't ask him to shave it. She jumped in the tub with him and went to town on it. Well, no, she. I'm okay did, with that. They they had a little kissy time and then she like, ooh, yuck, I've never kissed mm-hmm. you with a beard before and then pushed him mm-hmm. out of her room. So mm-hmm. implying mm-hmm. that and you then, don't get any more kissy time unless you shave that fucking thing off. And then they jumped into a tub together and took care of it. And you know he didn't get back to the bridge immediately. I wonder what he shaved. <laughs> you think it was a tit for tat thing? I think it was a tit for tat. No, thing for sure. I don't think she had hair on her tits. <clears throat> it's probably tat for twat. I mean, don't be set. Oh my God. Jesus. I don't think you can say that word. Uh, Okay, well, this went into a really weird fucking place. You uh, James, do you know what's happening around CBC, or are you still out as, of the loop? As a matter of fact, I don't. I do know, <laughs> though, Jason, I do know that I missed yesterday uh, the brainstorm uh, with the two chicks from uh, Spoiler They Die. They're both from Canada. I know that. I also know Canada sucks. I know Drunkonomics. They got drunk because that's what they do. But this uh, episode was specifically just about being drunk. Uh, I know Bad Gamers Anonymous are still bad. They're reviewing some games. 
Uh, Ice forward March took the week off because he's having the same kind of difficulties I was. Uh, and uh, I think that's uh, Simply Stogies is still on hiatus because he can't upload Jack. Like, to get this track to you, I've got to trek across the fucking city to the goddamn library just to upload it. So you're all very fucking welcome. Well, Katobophobia this week is talking about the best way to target lacking muscles. Uh, BGA is review, has reviewed League of Legends this week. Drunkenomics is talking all about bar etiquette. STD, which releases on Thursdays, is going over a Dexter copycat killer in the rudest Canadian, Mark Twitchell. And then Simply Stogie's uh, Cigars and Coffee recorded this morning, didn't they? Oh, we did. Yeah, I don't know when that's... I'm not the one editing that. Like, that is... Tim was like, I'll edit it. All right. And we got to play with the new toy. We'll see if we like it. If we like it, we'll get the new toy. And then all of our cigars and coffee will look and sound just like that one. And then in the next couple of days, the, uh, the new episode of brainstorm will be up on YouTube. So you can catch that. Yeah, no, it'll be fun. It'll be lots of fun. Look, uh, in the show notes, uh, you're going to see, uh, some links, uh, how you can help those, uh, here in the Midwest that have been affected by the derecho which is literally just a landlocked hurricane. We so had it's derecho, derecho, derecho. I thought it was derecho. Oh, Jesus Christ! You guys are worse than the fucking people at Ghost of Tsushima. Is it Tsushima? Tsushima? They don't fucking know. Derecho, 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 derecho. Yeah, uh, nobody. Derecho. Yeah, it might be that. Uh, there'll be some links that you can follow to uh, if you feel like donating. Look here in Cedar Rapids uh, in the Marion area. We had uh, uh, gusts up to 140 miles an hour for more than an hour. We're not built for that. Uh, hurricanes, it's basically a Cat 4 hurricane. People who get hit with Cat 4 hurricanes get days and days and days uh, to prep. We had 10 minutes. So we got hit. We got blindsided. Our infrastructure is not built for that. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people lost power. I had didn't have power for 10 or 11 days. Uh, it, it's, it's been crazy here. Uh, there's every building in the city has sustained damage. There are still thousands of people without power. There's still thousands of people homeless, uh, apart, entire apartment complexes lost their roofs. Uh, it, it's, it's bad here. It's, it's very bad here. So, uh, there'll be links in the show notes. I'll give to Jason, uh, somehow, some way. And, uh, if you feel like giving, that's where, you know, I think a lot of people here in the area, that uh, would would greatly appreciate that and benefit from your generosity. So the the important question though is, your cigars made it through. Yeah, they were fine. They're in a wine door. Um, my brother actually. So I was without power technically, like without complete power for six days, and then my brother got power in Davenport. He called me up and he's like, "Hey, I bought a generator. Do you want it?" Like, I've got one, too. He goes, oh, you do? I said, yeah, it's uh, keeping my freezer on. He goes, well, what else? <laughs> my, my freezer? He's like, yeah, I'll be up in a, in an hour. So he drove up, and he brought his giant generator that he bought a, an adapter for to plug into his uh, box, his electrical box that ran everything in his house. Nice. So my... Yeah, so my fridge got turned on, all the fans got turned on, my three wine doors got turned on because priorities. Uh, video game got turned on, TV got turned on. Uh, I tried internet, didn't have internet then, don't have internet now. Uh, so yeah, no, that's it was fun. Uh, so a shout out to my brother for uh, coming up and uh, helping a brother out. He's like, look, 
just because the power's out doesn't mean you got to live like a fucking caveman. Right. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm surprised so, you didn't have a solar generator or a stationary bike with a, a alternator no, hooked no, up to a stationary it. bike to keep, would have taken too no, much effort. That's too much power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? To keep your effort. to keep your wine doors going. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. The yeah, things he would no. do for his wine door. That's true. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Uh, I think I'm going to invest in uh, a giant ass generator though, so I don't have to deal with this ever again. You probably won't ever have to deal with it ever again if you buy a giant-ass generator. Or I probably won't have to deal with it ever again because all of the fucking trees that could fall on my house have fallen. <laughs> yeah, you you have no trees. None. Not going to replant? Yeah. No, you know, fuck. You know, no. Fuck these trees. They're killer trees. They fucking tried to kill all of us here in the town. No. no, no so fuck you can them. replant and no. by the time you no. die, they no. might be tall enough. Oh, no. Here's what the city said. So the city of Cedar Rapids lost more than 50% of its canopy. We're known for our trees, apparently, here in Cedar Rapids. And also all really? of the Really? I thought you were yeah. known for, for corn. corn. <laughs> okay, look, assholes. Iowa is the number one fucking producer of corn, the number one producer of soybeans, number one producer of pork, number one producer of eggs, and the number one producer of something else. And I forget what assholes. it is. Assholes. Yeah, yeah, well, that, yeah, that's probably that would be the sixth thing. There's five agricultural things that we are uh, number one in. So it's not just corn, dicks. Uh, but yeah, like ten billion dollars uh, uh, worth of crops were just devastated. You could see the devastation from space. Like it was bad. And so, the city of Cedar Rapids wants to replant these trees, but they said we're not going to replant saplings. We want to have the the canopy back. So we're just going to go buy big trees. Oh, that's stupid. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that Cedar Rapids is known for. Uh, having smart politicians, not one of them. Yeah, well, you know, when I think Cedar Rapids, I think trees. Is that I, what actually, you think of? No. I think of Rapids because it's a Cedar Rapids. Oh, that's right. It does have so Cedar I figured, in the name. I fi- yeah, well, and I figured you guys, you know, since it says Cedar Rapids, I figured you guys just go around on, uh, on uh, rafts and stuff from place to wooden place. Wooden like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wooden rafts, yeah. Yeah, Around the cedars. Like, Do you guys actually have cedars? Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you this. The the maple tree, I, I found out it was a maple tree. Someone told me it was an oak. Nope, maple tree. Uh, the maple tree in the front fell and the ash tree in the back fell. So, um, no, I, I, I don't want to replant fuck trees. Trees are trying to kill us. Uh, it's 2020. There are two hurricanes bearing down on the Gulf at the same time. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty much done with everything at this point. Uh, I am voting Wormwood 2020. Well, uh, good luck with that. I'm sure Wormwood would just deny the nomination. So who's ready for a pod crawl? (laughs) Oh, let's do this. Yes, let's do it. Please. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod Crawl, the pod crawl, pod crawl, pod crawl, pod crawl, excellent, insert it deep, pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. I have to do this movie now. I hate you guys. Fine. The movie opens with Find the Boy in the Haystack and a shot of this movie's space mill. Why is every peaceful planet a farming community? Does technology automatically make you evil? Yes. Starfleet is a peeping Tom. How do you build an invisible base without people knowing? The Enterprise has turned into a diplomatic vessel. God, this movie is boring. 
Riker and Troy are getting frisky. Worf has a flowing chestnut mane, and a pimple the size of Montana. They were in Montana last time, right? Data is protecting the planet, with a torpedo-equipped shuttle that seems excessive for a survey mission. Data is immobilized by fancy science, and the crew beams down to the surface to watch kids play extreme hacky sack and rescue the prisoners. Picard meets Space Milf and forgets all about Crusher. Troy and Riker get frisky again, because the briar patch makes people horny. Some other shit happens that doesn't matter, and we are back with Riker and Troy enjoying a nice bubble bath together while Troy shaves Riker's face with a straight razor. Admiral Sketchy reminds Enterprise that they need to leave so he and Leatherface can do sketchy things. Oh, and Leatherface gets liposuction. Cosmetic surgery in the future is terrible. Picard, Data, and Space Milf go to the site of Data's accident. Data gets revenge on all the bad people by draining the lake and causing flooding further down the river. Hey, look a cloaked ship is in the bottom of the lake that looks just like their village inside. Picard mans planes to Space Milf about holograms and throws her off the ship when she talks back. Space Milf reveals that she is over 309 years old because of the Benjamin Button rings surrounding the planet. And that she has time-stopping powers. Geordie's eyes heal themselves, and he goes and sees a sunrise for the first time. This was random, but okay. Leatherface and Admiral Sketchy visit Picard, and Leatherface springs a leak when he gets mad. Cue the standard moral dilemma that is in every Picard movie. This time, they touch on forced relocation. Picard is ordered by Admiral Sketchy to take his toys and go home. Picard, with his new young rebellious attitude, goes rogue with the rest of his senior staff. The villagers proceed to walk the Trail of Tears towards caves that happen to block transporters. <laughs> Picard gets to see Space Milf's time-stopping powers in action. Leatherface sends down tagging drones and follows the Enterprise into the Briar Patch. Oh look, the Enterprise needs a new warp core. <laughs> Typical. We get another example of why seatbelts are needed in Starfleet. Riker plays with the ship's joystick, and it ejaculates gas all over the sonar ships, and they explode <laughs> from sheer excitement. Jesus Space Milk gets crushed by some rocks, but that's okay, she has time-stopping powers, and holds out till Crusher can give her space medicine that makes her all better. Picard and Space Milf get tagged so Admiral Sketchy and Picard can continue their debate. Turns out Leatherface and Space Milf are the same race. The children were kicked out, and now they are coming back to steal the Benjamin Button rings. Admiral Sketchy has a change of heart, and is rewarded by Leatherface with a facelift as well. But Leatherface isn't a trained professional, so Admiral Sketchy dies on the table. Picard reasons with Junior Leatherface, and hatches a plan to defeat Senior Leatherface. I'm not sure how long it takes Leatherface to start up his space penis, but it was long enough. Let's work this out. Picard gets to a communication panel, and explains the plan to Data and Worth. Data goes back to the village, and gets the captain's yacht, flies it up to the ship, and causes a distraction. Worth somehow gets to the holodeck ship, and reprograms it to look exactly like Leatherface's bridge. Which is impressive since he has never seen the bridge. <laughs> oh yeah, and programmed the simulation to show up on the view screen. He also locks out access to the systems, beams the entire bridge crew over, and beams himself over to the real ship. So they needed like five minutes. Great, done. The plan works, Leatherface watches a movie of his space penis inserting his seed into the rings, and Picard <laughs> saves the day. Sorta. Leatherface knows he was played and transports to his space penis to perform manual stimulation. Picard transports over so he can cock-block Leatherface. 
Riker comes back and decides that he isn't satisfied with destroying just one Enterprise. He heads for a collision course with Leatherface's ship so he can get two destroyed ships under his belt. Picard succeeds in blocking the space penis, and it explodes from all the backed-up pressure. <laughs> the village is safe and Data plays find the boy in the haystack, and Roll Space Milf gave Troy a run for her money as the hot one credits. No, okay, wait. Okay, first, there's a couple things that, that, I, that I feel need to be addressed. Number one, this is the longest fucking... <laughs> Fucking uh, thing that I've ever listened to. Like normally, the pod crawl is not nearly this long. It wasn't. Uh, it's that actually. Long. It was it's shorter. actually about a uh, average, or maybe even a little bit well, shorter than a normal you know pod what? crawl. Then, then that should just tip you off of how awful this movie is. Number one, number two. <laughs> you can tell who wrote the fucking pod crawl because of all of the sex references. <laughs> well, I was gonna say anybody playing uh, saddest uh, peanut <laughs> dick joke drinking game is dead now. <laughs> Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're four yeah. sheets, five sheets, maybe ten sheets to the wind. Who knows? Possibly ten sheets to the wind. And three. So there is no way that Space Milf gave fucking Troy a run for her money. Oh, I don't know. She was way, pretty fucking hot. Shape or form. She was okay. She's a weird face. She's like a Picasso face. A Picasso face? What the fuck is like, that? It just didn't no, look normal. No, no, James, what you don't realize is those artifacts that was from the streaming that you were trying to do with your movie <laughs> with your shitty internet. Yeah. 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 No, nah, I have, I own the movie. This is actually literally the first time I've watched it since I've bought the movie. Uh, and it was just as terrible as I remember. It's not, not great. So. It's not quite as bad as I remember it, but yeah, it's still not great. It, it's a, it's, it's an extended fucking episode. It's a two hour fucking yeah. TNG episode. Oh, oh. All right, look, I'm glad you brought that up because this is my first thing that I thought of today while watching this movie is like, it's just an episode. And so far, I've all just been, and I, and this goes back to the original series. They're all just long episodes. Well, no, I think the, First Contact was an actual movie. It felt like a movie. It was designed it was, like yeah. a movie. It was good. I, I don't, I, I guess maybe, but I, I, all of these things are just, they're just long episodes. Even Khan was just a long episode. No. Yeah. It's just they have bigger they have a bigger budget, which by the way, the effects don't really hold up all that well, some of them with data. Uh, yeah, the data underwater scene, I mean, it looked like an android holding his breath. So <laughs> they put exactly they put uh they put extra makeup on him to make it waterproof. Right. Um but that which still doesn't turn made him poofy. No, no, that did not. No, him holding his fucking breath made him poop. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't just do something like uh, like an aquarium or something like that, and then shoot through the aquarium to make it look like he was underwater, but he's just walking by it. You know, well, and but you see the fish. Then you can't get the the hair flow. The, yeah, the hair flow wouldn't work right. Yeah, it wouldn't look right. Yeah. Well. But he was he was know. holding his breath and he was holding it up in his neck and that's what that's what made him look poofy. Maybe he wasn't holding his breath. Maybe he was just making sure that all of his orifices stayed closed so that he didn't rust by taking in water through his mouth. Okay, but they, I, they explained he doesn't rust. Right. Well, you don't know that. No. But I do know that. They fucking explained the, it. The they, kid, they, little boy said, does he rust? Will he and rust? And laughed at him. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, well, maybe Picard laughed at him maybe, like, you stupid little shit. Or maybe he laughed at him because he's like, oh, we never thought about that. No. <laughs> yeah, he no. laughed because, oh, yeah, well, 
Data may rust. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. No. No? No. Okay. So I really liked, I really enjoyed, and I didn't, I, this wasn't in the pod crawl, it should have been, but I, I enjoyed the fact that uh, Worf showed up for absolutely no reason, and they said, right. fuck it, we're not going to try to explain <laughs> I know. They just like, why are you here? And he started to explain it. They just totally cut away, like, fuck mm-hmm. it, we don't care anymore, he's just here. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. They've 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 gone him. they've gotten away from any kind of pretext or pretense on bringing him on board. So there are some good things about this movie, though, right? So I think one of the good things is the the uh, uh, Riker maneuver, right? Which is a, what ran ram it up its ass or something? You know, no, he took in all of the no, he took on all of that gas, that explosive gas. No, that's right, le- that's right. He plays with the joystick, loose. yeah, plays yes. with the ship's joystick, and then. Blows his load all over the, the Riker maneuver. Dads have been the, doing the it for maneuver. eons. All right, so I think that I think that's a good. Uh, uh, I think that's something good about the movie. The action uh, wasn't that bad when there was action. Uh, the whole fucking wharf going through puberty. Seriously. Yeah, really? how fucking what, young is wharf, or how late do Klingons go through puberty? I mean, right. he couldn't have regressed have have that, that fucking fast. Right, but that's my question is, did we have to have that? Was that absolutely 100% necessary to the story to have Worf go through puberty? It wasn't even well, that Well, you had fun. to have a reason. You had to have a reason for Riker to poke fun at him, right? But, I mean, I mean there's other ways you can do that. Uh, they, yeah. they tried to do, they, the, the, the comedy that they tried to do was ham-fisted in oh, this so bad. movie, and it, so it didn't bad. play well. Lock and load. Yeah, the. the, the Saddle up. Trying Fine to make load. Data Walk into a fucking comedic character again didn't play well. Nope. Uh, you know, making fun of Worf and puberty didn't play well. I just, it didn't make sense. Who, who were the screenwriters for this travesty? Was it Berm, uh, uh, Brennan and who was it? Berman? So Michael screenplay Berman? was by remember. Michael Pillar. Ah, uh, Pillar. Story was by Rick Berman and Michael Pillar, Rick but Berman Michael Pillar, Michael Pillar wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and he uh, actually wrote a book about developing and writing this. Um, why, why? Who would buy that? I, apparently there was some, I don't know, controversy or something. They, they, what was the controversy? What, like, were they like, this movie's terrible? Cause he, that's the well, only controversy. He, he wrote a book on the making of the, of the movie and then was going to release it. And then Paramount squelched it because they didn't want it getting out. And so it was published after he died online. I, I don't care. I, I honestly, I, this movie's just objectively bad. I don't, there's not anything really redeeming about it. Yeah, there's some good things. Like, I'm very glad that Troy and, and uh, Riker got together. I'm very, uh, but the, the story was, there was, there was no subtlety to the fucking story. That, and look, it really, we the only bad guy we can come up with is fucking Starfleet. That's the bad guy we fucking come up with. Again, if you want to come up right. If you want to come up with Starfleet being a bad guy, like go the fucking uh, uh, Picard route where it's being infiltrated by someone outside of Starfleet. Yeah, and well, go the season one route. One right, but go th- well. They did because they did it in season one. That's how season one of TNG ended. Yeah, and well, it's it not deep. even it's not even Star Trek. It's Star Trek Admirals. Has there been a good Star Trek Admiral? I mean, a, a, a an honest and forthright and 
moral Starfleet admiral in TNG? I can't think of one. Yeah, the uh, uh, Admiral shit. Janeway, but not in TNG. No, uh, Admiral uh, Nechev. What episode uh, was that? It, oh, there was a couple of episodes, I think, where there was Admiral Nechev. I'm almost sure that's the, the name. There were a couple in TNG. There were there were a few that were really good. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, when you saw an admiral, they were dicks. Or and yeah, or I the main bad guy. Right, but I don't like so with this guy, Admiral what's his nuts? I don't even remember his stupid name. Doherty? Uh no, Doherty, but we call him Admiral Sketchy. <laughs> sure. Admiral Sketchy. I'm good with that. Rob Rob, that's kind of funny. I mean it's moderately funny. I, I'll, You're me, moderately mod- funny looking. Okay? It's so it's hard for you up. to give him a compliment, isn't it? It, it is. really is. It hurt. It's was, hurting. He's hurting inside right now. <laughs> okay, you know what? Fuck it. Now it's marginally funny. It's not even that funny anymore. Just marginally. Um, <laughs> You're marginal. <laughs> you don't even know what marginal means. You're like, oh, is that the fucking yeah, no. butter substitute? Yeah, he spreads it say, on his toast. You spread that on your bread. <laughs> yeah. And you don't uh, want so, all that cholesterol. Right. You can leave it in your garage and it never rots. Um, <laughs> or get soft. Yeah, gross. Or liquefies, so, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, so Admiral Sketchy, it wasn't even that good of a bad guy. Like, he had moral qualms with what he was doing or quabbles uh, before or, or while he was doing it. Right? Yeah, but he never did anything about it. Yeah. No, until the very end when he's like, now nah, we're not going to do that, I don't think. Well, it's it's probably his character got sucked in, and by the time he realized how far in he was, it was beyond the point of of return. I mean, he was he was just in, uh, and going back wasn't an option at that point. But yeah, it, the, it was a weak was, character. It was well, they were all weak. Even the bad guys were weak. The Solon, Soren, Sona, Sona, uh, whatever. Uh, wasn't uh, who wasn't he a bit famous actor? Yeah, F. Murray the main Abraham. Protagonist? Yeah. Yeah, he did a shitty job here. I thought he did an okay job. I thought the writing sucked. Oh yeah, no, the writing was terrible. I mean, it, he was a he was a one-dimensional bad guy. He he had uh those well, those I fucking rings tried... on the mind and and that's it. He wanted those yeah, rings. Yeah, but it was it was patricide. I <sighs> I think was, that was, was a, I think that was secondary. I think that was an added I, bonus. I think if he was able to take well, those metaphasic rings without killing the Baku, he still would have taken the metaphasic rings. Well, they yeah, and they were they were uh, fully planning on relocating them without killing them. Hell, they were going to do it without him ever knowing. Well, but well, I think that was the uh, Starfleet. That was just yeah, yeah that okay. was the Federation influence. Yeah, I think that he was going to kill him either way. Uh, to be honest with you, I think that's what his plan was from the beginning. The problem that I have with the character is I think that the whole patricide thing was an afterthought. Yeah. I really do. I think you're right. I think the writers went, man, this is just one dimensional. How can we make this one and a half dimensions? And they're like, oh, let's make them the same race. Oh, fucking genius. Because <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure at the at the round table, like, can we do something with time travel? <laughs> no, nah, we just did that. No, no, they did. It, well, it wasn't time travel, but, you know, time stopping powers. That's the only reason you think this chick is even marginally hot, which by the no. way, I didn't like, she's got a nice body. Her boobs are nice and everything. If I can, you know, objectify her for just a moment, but her face, I'm sorry. She's got a margin face or a butter face. I disagree. But her face, I, she's got the pouty lips, but her nose is a little weird. I, I don't know. She just didn't do it for me. Troy, on the other hand, 
always does it for well, me. Troy was still hot. I will give you that. Oh, Troy, mm, Marina, baby, you got to call me. And when you call me, uh, call me, uh, you know, on a party chat line with fucking uh, seven to nine. I mean, we can all six of nine, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> that was awful. Well, you're all welcome that I decided to, uh, you know, show up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. What was the whole fucking point of the time stopping? That so seemed that, like out uh, of she could field. save herself. Yeah. So but no, so save Picard, herself. It wasn't her. It was Picard. Picard saved her. That's like you, you. I think you missed the point of that. It was it wasn't that she saved herself by slowing down time. It was that Picard slowed down time so that she could be saved. Yeah. And she, cause she even said that you thought it would take 300 years to learn. But what, I mean, what was the point of all that? I didn't, it, it seemed totally irrelevant one. to the fucking movie in the, at whole. It, it absolutely. 100% was there was look, <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of this movie that was irrelevant. The whole fucking, the little boy, what was the point of that? Was he trying like comic they, relief? Like they have, he was, no, he was there to help fucking, he they ham fisted Data's uh, humanity into this. Yeah, they they put that kid there to help Data with his comic relief role. It was <sighs> it was Data learning how to be a child. Even though he, he's he got the emotion chip now, I mean, he's surely right. knows how to fucking play and and enjoy you know leisure time. I mean, he enjoyed leisure he time before. He didn't take it with him. I know he didn't take it with him, but it's not like he never uses it. And it's not like he takes it out and, just, and doesn't remember, you know, what he experienced. Does, does before. he just use it? Does he just use it on occasion? Is it like masturbation for him? Like every once in a while, he's bored, he like turns it on. Yeah. I, I don't well, understand why they're flip flopping back and forth between data and emotions. I mean, it's just giving, they the opened up the box for him to experience emotions and move Closer to, you know, Humanity. being human. Yeah, being human. Yeah. And now they're trying to, you know, close that box back up. Put put it back on the shelf. And, and it doesn't I make sense. It's, it's, it's fucking stupid. Well, I wonder if they did it because they needed him to go nuts in the first act. or And, and so if they made him go nuts and he had, and they had the emotion chip, like how would that enhance his nuttiness but here's the thing i think they could have easily written around that and said you know it his secondary protocols shut down his emotion ship yeah so that right i, I think that's an easy techno battle because yeah, they, they well because they had already basically said they already said that they said that his ethical subroutines take over yeah like all he knew so was right so, wrong yeah so boom turn off the it turns off the emotion ship yeah yeah. Easy enough. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know. They they wanted to make a, a data explorers being more human again, but the emotion chip got in the way, so they got rid of the emotion chip, made him comic relief, and oh it fucking just drives me nuts. They made, they made uh Wharf comic relief too, which by the way, I, I meant to say this earlier. Can we just spell when we're when we're putting Wharf uh into the uh, pod crawl machine that spits out the hot lady voice. Can we just spell it like you spell a wharf so it sounds right instead of wharf? 
That's uh, that's apparently how British people say wharf. Not if you spell it W H A R F. Are you sure? Like I think a we wharf? need to. I think we need to do some research on the fly. I'll Get just at say, it, Jason. Put it. I just I'm shove just it in the machine. Shove it in the wharf. machine. Make the British lady talk. Make the hot lady talk. <laughs> Make the hot British lady talk. Do it. All right, fine. Do it. <laughs> Just saying, like wharf is a thing. Like, oh, where are you going? Oh, we're headed down to the wharf. Do, okay, do do W H A R F, do W O R F, and do W A R F. Let's see how they all sound. Wharf, wharf. Yeah, I'm just, I'm cur- I'm curious what she ends up saying. So, um, <laughs> yeah, just give me a sec. I gotta get this. Yeah, set yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna move forward with something else here. Um, why? Is there so much damn cloaking going on in this movie? I thought I thought cloaking why, was a rare yeah. thing, right? Well, why apparently, does the Federation ev- have it? Yeah, apparently if the Federation just, uh, oh, you know, the Dominion, <laughs> the Dominion War just undid everything. The Defiant right. well, has a cloak. To- Let's do so, it all. So it's the Kittimer Accords that the second uh, Kittimer Accords, right? That, that prevent too, yeah. that prevent them from having cloaking. Right, uh, but it also, you know, outlaws fucking subspace weapons because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's a that's a new thing that that people have. Yep, yep. There's holes, unreliable in reality or yeah. unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know how you fix that? Uh, yeah, you just uh, eject your warp. Eject core. a yeah, eject a warp core. Yeah, which that's, that's really which seems to happen a lot, and it makes me wonder why does the Enterprise not have two warp cores? Well, because if it took, can I can I before you go on? Okay. Like I I think I have a, a legitimate question here. Okay. If it took if it took eighteen hours for the Enterprise to get to where they could send a message out to mm-hmm. Starfleet, yeah. How did it only take them thirty minutes to get back to save Picard? Especially given the fact that they had just ejected their fucking warp core. Well, because they don't use warp. They use impulse engines inside. They can't uh, go. Yeah, but you can't go full impulse. That's why yeah. it takes so long to get through the briar patch. Yeah. I don't know. Because this movie sucks. That's why. <laughs> the, same, the same reason why they came up with this elaborate plan within the like 30 minutes that it took to uh, ejaculate the space penis. You know. Jesus Christ. I don't. I don't understand why it's a space penis or why it ejaculates. Because it was. It was uh, spewing its splurge. You saw the little rings hit the rings. Yeah. No, I saw the little rings. Yeah, hit the, the rings, space but penis I mean, was given given the rings a, a pearl necklace. Yeah. One of the major oh things God. that I have a big fucking problem with in this movie is Riker steering the fucking Enterprise with a goddamn thrust ma- thrust thrust master joystick. <laughs> You saw that too. That was the hey, dumbest. I hated wing, this whenever I saw it. He in was the practicing his wing commander. Okay, didn't you use a joystick when you played wing commander back in the nineties? I did. I, was yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. in it? Yeah, yeah. I, then I didn't play it. No, Freddie Prince Jr. was not in it. Oh, but, all right. Yeah, yeah, but okay. Mark, so Mark warp Hamill core. Was. Yes, he was. Uh, the warp core. You know, Voyager had a warp core. They had a backup in there. Where would you hold thing. that? I mean, the fucking warp core is like as big as the ship. <laughs> I is don't tall. know, but apparent uh, apparently Voyager had one, and Voyager was smaller than Enterprise. So you would have thought Enterprise would have had one as well. Um, 
Because Voyager was already gone. It had already happened. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they had already they had already moved on or, or been teleported to the Delta Quadrant. So, you know, the the idea of having a backup warp core was there. Maybe. Maybe not to the writers, but at that time, what would you call it? In in canon, they would have technically already had figured that out because, you know, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I just saw, you know, because I'm on a phone uh, with shitty mobile data. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw that you posted a picture. Of oh, you got the picture? Face. What is her face? I don't, her face yeah, her, is I don't, Donna Murphy. Yes. Yeah. She's not that hot. I'm sorry. She's, like, I, she's not that hot. She's okay. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers, even if crackers was my dog. But okay, well, I was, at least we've I, quali- yeah, yeah. Like, but she's not that hot. She's not anywhere I near Troy. Disagree. I mean, I I don't think she's quite as hot as Troy, but I think she's pretty fucking hot. Okay, at least she was in 1998. I don't know what she looks like now, but this movie came out in 98. This movie was 98. Mm. How fucking old am I? Neither of you answer that fucking question. You can both fuck off. Very old. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. You have no fucking idea. So she's only 61 now. Yeah. I, I, look, I, like Picard, have a thing for older women. All right. Marina. Fuck. Oh, let's hear it. We got some wharf comparison you going. Y'all ready? All right. How, which, which ways did you go here? Well, you'll find out. Okay. Okay, wait. you doorknobs. This is wharf. <laughs> W-O-R-F. Wharf. W-H-A-R-F. And wharf. W-H-E-R-F. Yeah, I was right. E-R-F. So if you play just the W-H-A-R-F, it's Worf. It sounds like Commander Worf. Well, the Americanized I Worf. I mean, yeah. British people may not say Worf the same way. I'm, I'm fairly confident they do. I don't think there's an alternative. There might be alternative Canadian spelling with a fucking U, but there is no alternative. Yeah, or, or an E. Well, it, it might be It might be slightly different, uh, you know, for like... You know, the Russian dub of this or the... Uh, Maybe it's the British-Canadian pronunciation. Maybe it's W-O-E-R-F, Worf. 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 Don't you, don't you know? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, so I was right. Worf, W-H-A-R-F. So we've got, what, one more movie left? Yeah. Is he in this okay. one? <laughs> I mean, hey, look, all I have to barely. fucking respell Riker and Troy to get her to say that shit correctly. I'm not oh, going to Worf. As what, well. what is what does she say for Riker and Troy? Ricker, <laughs> Ricker. Yeah, she Ricker, says Ricker imagine. for Riker and uh, Troy, Troy, Troy or something. Troy. Something really weird Troy. for Troy. Like, it's like a weird French Troy. Yeah, something. Like I'd have that. a menage a Troy. <laughs> Nice. Uh, yeah, you like that? Yeah, that was good. That was that was. Yeah. That was All right. Now that everybody's impressive. had uh, their daily dose of inside baseball. <laughs> well, look, I'm just gonna be honest. I'd rather talk about inside baseball than this fucking movie. Yeah, no shit. So, another thing that really fucking annoyed me with uh, this movie was they said we've eschewed technology. Well, they haven't eschewed technology. They were using technology. They just weren't using modern technology. They were still using technology to build their structures, make their clothes. I mean, a wheel is technology. All right. Split hairs. Why don't you? Well, I'm not splitting hairs, but it's, it's technology. You can't say you eschew technology and you're still using things like fucking, uh, 
construction materials to build columns and, okay. and arches. They, but, oh my God. All right. They're not Amish. Okay. And, they and just technically, like and technically, modern technology. Well, and, and yeah, technically that wouldn't, to them, that wouldn't be technology. That is old. That is yeah. old. You know, that's, that's going back to your roots. Okay. So I it's old just, technology. Well, you're still just splitting hairs. I'm not splitting hairs. You are splitting hairs. You're saying technology is a, is a broad term. It encompasses everything from the wheel to modern technology, to nano technology. Uh-huh. To, yeah. And it AIs doesn't say that word. I can't, no. I can't, I can't say the C word. Otherwise, the Alexa will wake up and tell me that there's no internet. And that makes for poor podcasting. That would be what's, podcasting soil. What's the C word? Uh, it starts with a C and ends in an R. And there's an ampute in between. Computer? That would be the one. See, it can't so, hear you because I'm wearing headphones because I damn. know you're an asshole. <laughs> and, see, I, I can anticipate what you will do, Rob. So, so, so Scotty would say what? Hello, computer? No. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain Army. That's exactly <laughs> oh. what Scotty would say. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I understand, okay, Space Milf can't swim. That's fine. Nope. Um, 300 years, can't learn but, how to fucking swim. Right, right. Whatever. Yeah. That seems stupid, but whatever. Um, the, the, <laughs> That's what the, seems stupid? Yeah, yeah. That? The big problem, <laughs> the problem I have is she fell 10 feet away from the boat. Okay. Anybody yeah. can doggy, doggy paddle 10 feet. That's not, she never learned to doggy paddle. Apparently not. But no, she, she learned how to float years. on her back until they showed up so that she could like panic and then say, I can't yeah. swim. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was and, I, right. and I like how I like how they go in there and they're like, oh, hey, this is weird. Huh. Oh, hey, somebody's shooting at him. Let's kill him. All right. Computer and program. Fuck. Let's not look at that guy. Who cares? Well, I mean, it's just a good thing Data was there because he's he can be used as a flotation device. Yeah, he, he's nice and buoyant. Well, no, I'm not even that. I mean, you would think, okay, the dude is actively shooting at us. Maybe we should go see. Well, okay. him, All right, hold on. Look at hold him. On. Hold on. Let's just check just, him out. Just, just for a second. I just want to. I want to point this out. Ten minutes before they threw her into the water and then dove after her to save her, mm-hmm. Data sank to the bottom. Well, he was following the. Um, he was following the thing. The, right. the he was following the but, signal. The boat then was he jumps, the ship. Right, but then he jumps in the water. Uh-huh. And floats. Because he can float himself. No. Because he of said I can be used. Right. And then he he almost walked on water. Like he raised up when he uh-huh. activated that. Right. So right. it wasn't active yet. Well, do you, well, you uh, figure I would think he can it was probably, somewhat active. You figure he can probably swim. He can probably create enough so thrust like a in the water to right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He can add add ballast to himself somehow or sink to the bottom. You know. Um, okay. All right. Hey, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You say so. I would imagine that he's fairly heavy. If I remember my Star Trek lore, my my, I'm sure my he commander is. data specs. Yeah, I don't think he can float. Why don't you look up those data specs real quick? We'll wait. Hmm. Well, that'll take approximately uh, till September 14, sometime. Uh, Fourteen minutes at least. <laughs> it sucks. Like I'm surprised you guys can hear me as well as you can. I'm very happy that you can. But so 
I saw something really glaring, um, and maybe it was just me being uh, overly critical, but I, it, it was really jarring, you know, when um, they're getting attacked by the ships and they're blowing up the, the what are the pattern buffers or whatever, the pattern blockers. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, so the, the, the group's running over the bridge, which is supposed to be a rock bridge, and then the, the, the pyrotechnics go off and the whole bridge wiggles. Yeah. <laughs> it wiggles and shakes. It's like, really? It's supposed to be stone. Well, and the hey, whole well, thing wiggled and shaked. They shunned technology, Rob, so oh. they weren't sure exactly how to how build. How to make concrete. Uh, yeah, and, there you yeah, go. Okay, no. I got you. Even they though they had enforcement. columns right. and... and yeah. No rebar. No rebar. Oh, no rebar, right. No, no, no. Only stone tools. <laughs> Basically the Iron Age. Right, but they know what holograms are. Don't well, no. If it were if question. it were the Iron Age, it wouldn't be just stone tools. The Iron Age I had iron the, tools. Oh, I'm sorry. Bronze was first, right? Well, the Bronze Age had bronze tools. That's not yeah. Stone they either. had just they had just gotten there. Just just like, gotten to the Bronze Age. Like last week. Last week. <laughs> I really can't wait for next week. I really can't. I thought it was really convenient that the metaphasic radiation only kicks in after puberty. Mm -hmm. Well, otherwise I'd have to explain why there was 300 year old kids. So I don't have to talk about a shitty movie for an hour. We've moved on to uh, to what? A different movie? No, to a different topic, to to a different topic. We know why you don't like this movie. It's It's the same reasons that we don't like this movie. (laughs) All right. Well, as long as, we're all on the same page. I'm just, I'm trying to find things to talk about with this movie that don't suck. But I, I find the, myself, I have qu- quickly run out. So the, the all of the ships, all of the space scenes were all computer graphics this time. They didn't use the model of the Enterprise-E. And I thought they, they were fine. They don't quite hold up to modern CG, but I think they were still pretty good. I think they still hold up okay. In, well, until they started trying to look through the window at Data. Well... That, that, wasn't that, that did bad. not. That was not good. Look through the in space. I don't. Or on yeah, the planet in space. Oh, <laughs> oh, when he was piloting the the shuttle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that that didn't really work very well. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how I the, at the very beginning that a shuttle was able to take on a Baku ship and or a Sona ship and like hurt it. Well, no, you were right there, Baku. I mean, let's no, not beat her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Baku, Sona, Sona, Baku. Um, but you know, Finkel like a little shuttle, Einhorn is Finkel. Look, yeah, they so identify as Sona now. So, oh, don't kink, don't Sona no, shame. No, 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 no. You were born a fucking Baku. You're a goddamn Baku. Okay, that's just how it works. Okay, God made Baku, but God <laughs> didn't make Sona. All right, God. You're such a fucking troglodyte. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, shit. I, yeah, there's a lot of shit. I, they wanted to make this movie a lighthearted movie and try and capitalize upon the, the same kind of feeling that they got with star Trek four, which was still the highest grossing star Trek movie to date when this movie came out. Yawn. <laughs> I, well, I mean, it was people loved it. 
I, I'm not people. You are not people. You're, you're absolutely correct. Um, Soyant green is people. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. People, and yes, I, I think they went overboard. I think they, they, it felt forced. I think Ford yeah, did not I, I feel forced. I, think, uh, I disagree with that to an extent. It was a four was more of a fun movie than this one was. I think this one, and look, I want to be very clear. I do not blame uh, 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 Jonathan Frakes for this movie. No, I thought the direction in this movie was actually pretty good. Yeah, I thought it wasn't. It, it wasn't as tight as First Contact, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, I I didn't have any uh, problem with that. Uh, my problems with this movie stem from story and uh, uh, script. I mean, it really does. That's what it boils down to. The story and the script just were not. They weren't good. I think Frakes did the best he could with a turd. He polished it as much as he could. Uh, I thought that some of the stuff worked. I thought the space battles worked. I thought, um, I mean, it, here's like the very first problem that I had with this movie. And I can't believe that I forgot about it because in the pod crawl, like you said that all of a sudden the enterprise is relegated to diplomatic missions. Guess what? Fucko. That's what Picard was known for was being a diplomat. And so, yeah, but all of a sudden he was pissed off about it. No, it's not that he was pissed off about it. He just doesn't like the the formality of like the formals that they've got to go to and stuff. And the thing is, is when Picard uh, goes and and uh, does these these diplomatic things, he's always very prepared. And this like felt like he wasn't very prepared. And in fact, it felt like Picard kind of lost a little something something uh, being a diplomat this time because he goes up and what does the diplomat do? The diplomat goes up and he <laughs> shakes their hand. I'm fairly confident that whatever race this was didn't shake hands, right? So he should have gone up to them and done whatever it was that they do. Like, you know, put a headdress on instead of shaking hands first. He's just a, it's a shitty diplomatic they, move. Yeah. From and a they made it, and they also made diplomat. it look like, yeah, they made it look like he was very ill prepared or the whole ship was ill prepared in terms of like, it was so chaotic and stuff. Well, right. I, like, right. I don't know what was going yeah. on, but did you see all the pads on his desk? I mean, he had, it looked like months right. of reports that he hadn't gone through. Yeah. Was he just screwing off for the last year, two years, whatever they were doing? I don't know, but it didn't seem very Picard-like. And who is this lieutenant that disappeared you were talking about? In the fucking- oh, Barkley was supposed to be in this movie and they wrote him out. Why did they write out Barkley? I, they wanted to give his script time to other characters other of the main characters well that okay so this happens during the same time as voyager and and at that point in time barkley was out and about uh, in other places wasn't he because he was helping with voyager and the whole pathfinder thing or whatever it was the yeah the daystrom institute yeah well he yeah he was helping with the whole um um communication network thing yeah, well, uh, guess what? Worf was at DS9 and somehow look, he ended up on the look, fucking Enterprise. We don't talk about Worf. Worf just shows up, okay? <laughs> and he shows up and you're like, okay, whatever, come on in. Maybe you know? Worf hey, is look, actually it, dead and it's his ghost that keeps showing up. <laughs> uh, at least in the next movie, there's a legit reason for him to be there. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Troy and Riker's wedding and of course he's going yeah, nah. to show up for that, but... I mean, that makes sense, but... Right, yeah. but in this movie, this it was just, "Hey, no. there's Worf. Hey, what are you doing here?" I'm off. You never get an explanation. Yeah. 
I don't yeah, need because I mean he had to have go he had to go out of his way to get there. It wasn't like you're picking him up but anywhere yeah anywhere fucking wharf goes he has to go out of his way it's deep space nine it's at the edge of the fucking frontier yeah i mean the first one or not the first one the you know the borg thing that kind of made sense the defiant was a borg killer you know designed to help with the borg and all that kind of good stuff and they needed everything and everything they could you know but and when you think about that one and you think about that like like i've said this i think on all of the movies so far with TNG, it's just all of them are a Picard movie, and Picard and Data. Give me, yeah, give me a fucking Worf storyline because Worf, the the greatest line so far in all of these movies is Worf going. Perhaps today is a good day to die. Like that's fucking Worf. Give me that. Don't give me Worf with a fucking zit and fucking aggressive tendencies. Like this is just, oh, it's just so stupid and infuriating. And you know what? As much as I'm not a fan of fucking Jordy, because he's a whiny bitch who can't get laid in TNG. Give me something to work with other than I'm not blind anymore. I can see. Yeah. I yeah. can see. Yeah. Oh my God. Give me something else for fuck's sake. There was no need for that scene. And fucking, I mean, if you're Gates McFadden, why are you signing on to do these movies? Because you are about as useful as tits on a nun. Like for Oh, hey, sake. she took out a couple drones. She oh did. She saved what's her face. With a took out a couple drones, magic spray. Okay, but there's nothing figured out. She's not useless. She's she figured out that they were all the same. Oh my god, you figured out the huge plot twist gates. You need that's as much screen time as you need. No, it's not. Fuck you. I'm Gate fucking McFadden. I am Doctor fucking Crusher. You don't like it? Bring back fucking Pulaski because nobody liked that shit. No, do not bring back Pulaski. Exactly. So let's give her something to do. At least Troy is given something to do in every movie. At least Riker is given something to do in every movie. What did Troy fucking, do in this movie? Oh, she stood there and looked super fucking she hot. She shaved Riker. She shaved, she shaved, she shaved Riker. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. In a that's bathtub. Really a, yeah. Yep. That's really all you need. Oh, I'm sorry. I'd let her, what was I I'd let her shave my beard. You don't have a beard. I do have a beard, fucko. Oh, that's right. Because you haven't had power. So you haven't been able to like, you probably stink, don't you? Probably haven't showered in weeks. No, a little higher, Rob's mom. A little higher. Yeah, right there. There you go. Yeah. So, Jordy ejected the warp core whenever the uh, the subspace tear was threatening the Enterprise. So, basically shoved the Enterprise's dick into a a, A space vagina. Into a space space subspace vagina. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think Pirate Scotty would have handled that situation? Oh, Captain, matey, I need someone to come down here. Is there Spock around, maybe? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. All right, let's just eject the fucking warp core. <laughs> warp core. Warp. Well, wait, the wait. Warp, the warp core. <laughs> wait, Scotty doesn't know how to object, uh, eject the warp core. They just blow up the whole ship. That's why he had Spock. He was asking for Spock, because Spock oh. comes in and saves a day. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, you got a haiku for us this week? Um, I do. Do you want to hear it? No, not really. No. Too bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this one is called Space Milf. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's what she said.
Um, Space MILF time powers. Old as shit and still can't swim. Space MILF, Troy, call me. <laughs> that's, that's all I had. Look, this one was subpar because somebody made me write the damn podcast. I didn't make you. And you I, volunteered. And I, and I used up all my brain power coming up with as many dick jokes as I possibly could. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm, you really I'm, did. I'm, if anything, Crowley, you should be proud at the number of dick jokes. The only thing I didn't say is clean and jerk. And I just couldn't get that in there. <laughs> That would have been that would have been next level pod crawl. Yeah, sorry. Maybe no, you time. did good. I thought I thought the pod crawl was good, except that you she does not give Troy a run for her money. You're both wrong. You're both absolutely insane. Well, tell you, you what, you can write next week. Sixty six percent of people agree that she does, so you're in the minority. What? What? Where'd you find that thing? That stat? Uh, there's two. There's three of us, and two of us agree that she does. Oh, oh, it's I called gotcha. math, gotcha. Rob. I, th- I thought there was an actual <laughs> internet thing out there. There was like somebody did a poll. Who's hotter? No, for fuck's sake. Wait, wait. We should do a poll. Let's do a poll right now. Like, let's put it up. Saddest listeners. Who do you think's hotter? Troy or Picasso face? Her nose is just not proportional to the rest of her fucking head. Uh, so you're nose shaming now. I, I do a lot of shaming and judging. Yeah. In my life. God <laughs> only made Baku. He didn't make Sona. <laughs> All right. So next week, we're going to close out the summer of Star Trek with Star Trek Nemesis, where the Enterprise is diverted to the Romulan homeworld Romulus, supposedly because they want to negotiate a peace treaty. Captain Picard and his crew discover a serious threat to the Federation once Praetor Shinzon plans to attack Earth. It's 2002 Star Trek Nemesis. It's got everybody you love and a young Tom Hardy playing... Patrick Stewart. Tom Hardy's best character that he's ever done is, uh, I don't remember the character's name, but in Peaky Blinders, he's the uh, Jew. And he's amazing. I haven't hilarious. seen Peaky Blinders. You've got to watch Peaky Blinders. Have I told you to watch Peaky yes, Blinders? Yes, you like have. How many times? Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch Peaky Blinders. That's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix My Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at Sidus underscore podcast. Or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. For this week, I'm Jason. You made me... Take a shit for no reason. I did. Week. I did. We had other things Damn to discuss. Well, you know what? You know what? Fine. You don't get to find out about the fact that Jeff Goldblum was ha, got nominated for an Emmy for his world according to Jeff Goldblum. Already, already knew that. No, of course you did. Of course you did. You probably gave him a congratulation handshake on the penis. Well, yeah. That's what we call handshakes, yeah. Okay. No, those are called handies. Yeah, I, I got, I got. Wait, hold on. What? Yeah, I'm still talking. Yeah, Wonder Woman 1984 came out. Uh, the trailer, so you should go check Rob. that out. We're out of time. Thanks. Your mom. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom said to call. So, Onumamumu. <laughs>
<laughs> we'll talk to you next that week. Asteroid. <laughs>